Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance their home of their dreams with their help. They can help you, too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage, I think, is based right in downtown Detroit. I'm here in Detroit, the Motor City, and their leading sports radio outlet, 97.1 The Ticket. want to thank Tim and the crew and everybody for hooking me up down here for a weekend with my son. He has some soccer on the east side of Michigan. And, man, I was watching a ton of college football all day long around the soccer matches, and you heard Zook with the highlight, and North Carolina did the right thing. I mean, I'm watching that game with my buddies, and I'm saying, if Mac Brown upsets Clemson, it won't matter what he does the rest of his second time around in Chapel Hill. That would be a lifetime memory for that basketball school. And they get the touchdown, and they go for two, And how do you not send, if you're doing this run-pass option, where is your receiver? Where is somebody you can throw the ball to? You can't expect to stretch the Clemson defense with all that speed. And Clemson was looking at something that if that two-point conversion is successful, chances are with their strength of schedule that they're not going to the college football playoff. And that game still could hang around when we get to that infamous college football playoff committee. Because you're looking at the potential. And you watched Ohio State tonight at Nebraska. Tell me there's not a better football team in America this side of Alabama. All right, and nothing against Jalen Hurts and what he is doing uh, with Oklahoma. I mean, you, you look at what Ohio State is doing with Justin Fields and Again, I'm not I'm not going to slam Kirby Smart and his former school, Georgia. But the Buckeyes have upgraded defensively with speed. And, and when I made this statement on my Twitter account tonight, that I've seen a lot of Ohio State teams, okay, and they've gone through different generations, whether it was Woody to Trestle uh, to Urban Meyer to the day era, which is just beginning. I don't think I've ever seen a defense that fast to the football. So if you're Ohio State and you've been a factory for QBs and for offensive outputs or numbers, and now you focused on defense and you're that fast to the football, hey, guess what, State of Ohio? You thought Cleveland was going to be the storyline with the Browns. Man, I... I don't see a loss for Ohio State. I, and I don't know if Alabama has a defense to beat them. I really don't. Alabama has a speed offensively. They have the offensive weapons. That you know could be a 45-38 game. And we do our CBS eyeball test each and every Saturday night here on the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. I ask you, and it's your own four, 
we don't have a poll. We don't have rankings. Everybody can have, you know, CBSSports.com as one. You have the AP of USA Today. There's all these polls. I want you to tell me, and this is tough, to list in order the top four teams in college football at this hour. And that's your own personal rankings. Because I think you have to drop Clemson. You do. They survived against a very average. And I'm not slamming Mac Brown or the Tar Heels for their effort, but they're a very average football team. So Alabama has to jump up to number one. And then I look at Georgia, and I look at LSU, and I look at Ohio State, and I look at Oklahoma, and even Auburn and the way they're playing. And Wisconsin struggled with Northwestern. And you look at what Wisconsin did last week against Michigan, but you watch them struggle with Northwestern. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't think they're a player for the college football playoff. I don't. And I love Taylor. He's going to be, you know, top five pick in the NFL. So if I'm rolling out my huge four on the huge CBS eyeball test, I bump up Alabama to number one. I put Ohio State number two. And then, man, when when you go through Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, and Auburn, I, I probably I watched Georgia hang on at home against Notre Dame, and Notre Dame had to pull away from what I think is a very average Virginia team this afternoon in South Bend, Indiana. Hmm. So Alabama, and I go Ohio State, Oklahoma and LSU, I don't even have Georgia and Clemson in my top four. Now, the good thing for Clemson and the good thing for Ohio State and maybe even Wisconsin on the outside looking in is that and Oklahoma is that these SEC schools are going to beat up on each other. They are. They're going to beat up on each other on their schedule. You'll get the SEC title game, and we've seen it You know, going back to the BCS era. You know, you can say, oh, Big Ten and all, look at Big Ten, look at that, you know, back one year it's a Big 12. No, man, SEC are the dogs. And I don't mean that in any negative connotation. They are men among boys, top to bottom, in that conference. So you can give me your CBS eyeball test, your top four teams in college football in order at this hour, and I... I leave out Georgia and Clemson. And this goes week to week, okay? It does. It's how we roll. Wait wait until we get into the top four in the NFL next hour. Uh, and that could change. I mean, Chiefs could lose in Detroit. And I'm here at 97.1, the ticket, one of America's great sports radio stations. I was talking to the guys before I went on air. No, you know, Stafford's going to play. Talk of his back. It's, you know, it's a hip. Hey, you got two hips. Go ahead and play. And the Bills and the Bills Mafia and the Patriots. Hmm. Is it, do the, I'm looking at the Patriots schedule and I have two spots that I thought they could lose. I really do. I think it was Philly in November, and it was later today or tomorrow, depending on where you're listening. That's it. 
unless Brady goes down. Now there's talk that, well, they signed Kessler, and Kessler isn't just a backup guy. He's a guy because there might be something wrong with Brady. And, oh, my Lord, you know, the drama, the Patriots, and Antonio Brown. And I had the boys back at CBS Sports Radio before I went live here 10 minutes ago. And my son Ace is along with me. He's outside in the 97 won the ticket studios. And I told you the story last week that, you know, we're going to get to Foxborough this year and watch a Patriots game because, you know, he's going on 13. He's a lifelong Patriots fan. And he was torn between <laughs> an Antonio Brown jersey, but he made the call that he wanted to wait. And it, what a smart kid. Right? As the guys, McKeon and the crew said back there, I think Moriello, smart move by my son Ace, waiting on the Antonio Brown jersey. And then Antonio Brown's done with football, and now he's drawn, and that the league needs him. Oh, my Lord. Sometimes you need to get off of Twitter. And I've been there. There are times when you just need to get off of Twitter because you can just keep digging and digging and I don't care if you're running a country or if you're running routes in the NFL. I'm not going to make a political statement. I'm just saying that Twitter is kind of like what us older guys went through when voicemail or answering machines first came along. And that was when you leave a voicemail, and usually it was with a girl you were dating or wanted to date, and you screwed up, and you don't know how to dig out of it. So you leave one message, and you don't like it. You call back, leave another message, then another, then another, then another. <laughs> or it's on the answering machine. Some of you don't even know what an answering machine is. And, and the calls just get worse. Because you just can't dig out. And that's what Twitter is. And I've learned. You know, I would not be on Twitter if I didn't have my statewide show in Michigan and my Saturday night show here on CBS Sports Radio. I Facebook is, you don't have to be as quick. It's not as crazy. Twitter is, you know, Twitter's text on steroids. And you feel like you have to respond. You know, someone drops you a Facebook message or they leave a comment. You don't feel the same need to immediately respond, even if they're ripping you. And I'm talking whether you're in the media, entertainment, or you're just, you know, friends with somebody. But there's something about Twitter that you feel you have to respond immediately, that you have to do it. And Antonio Brown, that, like I said, man, it goes back to August. If you've listened to the Saturday Night Huge show, there's something deeper with the dude. And I'm not going to speculate. I don't know what it is. But there's just something, you know, I'm, I'm done. I want back in. It's my helmet. It's my, you know, frostbitten feet. I don't know if it's a cry for help that, he has serious issues, or if the guy is torn between not wanting to play the game of football and wanting to play. And it is scary in life. And maybe for Antonio Brown, as he looks at his Twitter feed, how quick 
things can go silent with a hot story or name, how, how quick things can just change. It's like now you're looking at, hey, man, Bills and the Patriots got a big game. Uh, you know, Bills are like 2-16 and 16 at home against like Brady or some stat I saw on one of the regional networks. That's a big game. Chiefs had the Lions. It's like the Lions Super Bowl if you're listening on 97-1, the ticket here in Detroit or anywhere in Michigan, maybe on our affiliate WMPL in Houghton-Hancock, Michigan. 580 miles from here, and I was up there on Thursday for that Kraft Hockeyville USA hockey game between the defending Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues and the Detroit Red Wings. Amazing scene where Calumet Coliseum, small-town Americana, and Calumet, Michigan, and the Upper Peninsula, they won 150000 bucks to refurbish their rank used for youth in high school for the Calumet Copper Kings, that high school powerhouse program. And they had 700 people. They had NBCSN. I had Ronick and Liam McHugh and, my Lord, Jeff Blaschel, the head coach of the Wings, Ken Cal, the radio voice, of the Wings, where you hear him on 97.1, the ticket where we're broadcasting from on this Saturday night. And, well, what a great portrait of America. And I know they've done the Kraft Hockeyville Canadian version for about 13 years in the last five years here in America. But kudos to the NHL for getting out to the streets. And I thought about the roots of sports, and I'll talk about this later. I only think, and baseball goes back to Williamsport, which is awesome. Baseball and hockey, I I think, appreciate their roots and where it started more than any other professional sport in this country. And I'm talking America. So a lot to get to. I need your four college football teams at this hour in order. Also, we'll get into your huge four in the NFL. Rank them one, two, three, and four. And if you want to join us, one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, one 855 is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. We do have Matt Essick. He's from Virginia. Used to work in D.C. producing the show along with Jimmy G., And no, I'm not talking about the Niners quarterback, but James Graceffo, one of the best in the business. Darwin Zook, Uh, there's another good guy. All the good people line up to work on Saturday nights for you, the people of North America. So Zook, with an update here in about seven minutes. First huge question of the night, and we do this during the college football season. Also, I will hit the NFL top four. Your huge four teams in order college football at this hour. That might be tougher than it's ever been. And I was watching highlights of Justin Fields, the Ohio State QB. Think about the Heisman race right now. I mean, top heavy. The teams, the the great teams we have right now in college football. And then think about Tua. 
Think about Fields. Think about Burrow. I mean, you go to Hertz, Lawrence. I mean, come on. And like I said, the only thing that I think is going to really help Ohio State, Oklahoma, maybe even Clemson, will be the fact that the SEC is going to beat up on each other. And because of that depth of quality teams, I I don't think you have a prayer unless there's just Armageddon. We almost had a little taste of it with that North Carolina two-point conversion, at least to take the lead. I don't know if it would have beat Clemson, but at least a shot. That, you know, you're, it's almost like you look at your final four and say, okay, it will be that one SEC team that survives. Is that Alabama? Is that Georgia? Is that LSU? Is that Auburn? Oh, my Lord. I, I don't think Ohio State, with, with the way they've upgraded on defense, I don't think they'll lose. I don't think Oklahoma loses. Texas is probably the only shot at beating them. So that's two. The SEC champion is three. And if Clemson runs a table and they're undefeated, there's your college football playoff. And then it's almost like with the Heisman, you can feel it's Lawrence. It's probably Alabama. Tua. I, wow. It's great. I love it. College football is fantastic. Also, your top four NFL teams. New England, Kansas City, both could lose later today. It's not crazy. It's any given Sunday. It's the NFL. Patriots had the Bills. That's probably the biggest regular season game they've had there since when? Since Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and Andre Reid were playing? That's a huge Sunday in Buffalo. And for the Lions, who are 2-0-1 and and a play away in each game from being 0-3. Hey, they won on the road at Philly. Philly beat Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers on Thursday night football. Lions are 2-0-1. Mahomes has never played a regular season game in a dome in the NFL. That's crazy. So Stafford, is he healthy? Is he good to go? A lot of back and forth. You know, he's on the report, questionable with a hit. Then there's other reports that, you know, he played with a broken bone in the back last year. NFL, you never know. You know what? The one thing about the NFL, and I swear, and it's from Goodell on down, I don't know what the truth is. I do Coaches, players, front office, I, I don't know what the truth is. So here I am at the ticket studios Ninety-seven one and AM twelve seventy in Detroit, and I, I don't know. Is he going to play? You know they got the bye week, and I. But you can't mail it in your, your fan base. I I do the statewide show in Michigan. They're going nuts right now. I mean, I I had a pair of tickets for the Chiefs at the Lions, and I I think I had over a thousand retweets to try and win it. This is a big game. So as we try and go through the top four teams in order in college football at this hour, the NFL maybe 24 hours from now, less than that, if you have the Patriots lose at Buffalo, 
Now, who called the Bills a playoff team back third week of August? Yeah, on the Saturday Night Huge Show, on CBS Sports Radio, and I was spot on. And if the Bills would beat the Patriots later today or tomorrow, again, depending on where you're listening, I mean, do you line them up as the, are they right now? Okay, if we went top four in the AFC, obviously it'd be New England. It would be Kansas City. Who's your third best team? Who's your third best team? Jimmy G, you're a Jets fan. I'm not saying they're in the top three. Who's the third best team in the AFC after the Patriots and the Chiefs at this hour? That's a good question there, Bill. I think it's the Bills. Is it? I wouldn't be that quick to crown them. Uh, They still did some things. They've beaten the Jets and the Giants. They really haven't... uh... The cre- the creme de la creme has not really played them yet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but if they beat that, again, I, I I feel the same way about the Lions, even though that win at Philly uh, was impressive, even though the Eagles were banged up. But then you watch what the Eagles did on the short rest on Thursday night, Darren Rodgers and the Packers. I'm still I mean, taking I, I'm still taking the Ravens before I take the Bills. I don't. I, you like the Ravens? I, I mean, do. the Brown. How about the? How about the free fall of the Browns right now? All of a sudden, Baker Mayfield, because he has Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. and Chubb, that he's the worst quarterback on the planet. Well, it makes me laugh. You know me. I don't like him very much. So you think he well, he's doing all the commercials, he did all the talking, and he's not living up to the hype. And I, I think I can parallel that with Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Even though they drilled Rutgers today, he was horrible. You know, he's on commercials, all the hype, and he hasn't lived up to it, man. I I tell everybody, when you walk out there and you tell people, this is what we're going to do, and you don't deliver, I, I cautioned everybody that if I'm a Browns fan, that just getting to the playoffs would be a monumental step. Baker Mayfield is what? Less than a a year and a quarter in. Yeah, I believe you have it's, a head coach. You have uh, a head coach. Starts. Right. Well, you have a head coach who, I mean, it 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 he he's so irritated his face can't get any redder, or he needs to stay out of the suntan spot in the strip mall. Well, he keeps saying to put the blame on him, and eventually the blame is going to go on him. So Yeah, but his play call, you know, I, I think a lot of these coaches just outthink themselves. They spend all week, 18 hours a day, and instead of just doing what fits their strengths, they're worried about what the other team's going to do. And it could be a fourth and one. It could be a play call. It could be going for a field goal, going for the TD. You know, part of it is that no one talked about the offensive line. You can have all the greatest weapons you want in the world. If you don't have an offensive line, you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. So I I, I don't think Baker Mayfield looks comfortable in the pocket. And a lot of different delivery angles, and there was a lot of hype. But now when you look at the Steelers and you look at everything going on, that – you know, nine and seven probably wins that division. I still, you're think, the, I still you're think the Ravens are better than them. You don't think so? No, I think the Ravens are. Yes, I do. I, I, I think there's potential. It's still potential with the Browns. 
But I, I think, you know, they they need to go at least nine and seven. I, I don't think any, you know, any Browns fan is if they see the team nine and seven and Mayfield's two years in, they're not gonna think it's a failure. No way. I never bought the Super Bowl talk. I'm I'm not even buying, you know, Mahomes, yeah, he's on on his way to another MVP. But that's an individual award. Patriots are still kings. So we'll we'll talk about the NFL. Good stuff, Graceffo. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to join in, you know, your top four college football teams at this hour in order. Same thing with the NFL. One eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. As I'm broadcasting live here from ninety seven one. And AM 1270, the ticket in Detroit. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night here on CBS Sports Radio. We do have Matt Essek and James Graceffo producing the show back in New York City. Darwin Zook will have another update here in about 19 minutes. Uh, During the football season on Saturday nights, when we have some juice on Saturday with college football, some big games on Sunday in the NFL, huge four. Huge four college football teams, your own personal rankings at this hour, and then the huge four in the NFL. I'll give you mine coming up later. I kind of did it already uh, with college football. You have to drop Clemson. They were maybe a two-point conversion away from losing to Mac Brown in North Carolina. Like, name outside of people in North Carolina or people with family or friends who play for North Carolina. Name a player on North Carolina right now. Clemson's schedule is, and because he'll go undefeated, more than likely, that, you know, the strength of schedule won't come into play. They're going to, you know, it's the old BCS formula of, hey, you're undefeated. You deserve to be in the college football playoff. So your top four, college football, NFL, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Birmingham, Alabama. And Chris is listening on Jocks FM. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you doing this evening, Gresh? Uh, it's not Gresh, it's Bill. But I'll. Sorry, I, I, I know me and Gresh sound just alike. I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's late. Uh, hey, hey, come on, man. It's like twelve forty-two Eastern time. You can call me Gresh. Yeah. You can call me Da. Just don't call me Moraz. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh, uh, I'm gonna give you my my top my uh, my top uh four college college football rankings, and then then I might give you my top NFC rankings. All right. Okay. Right, here, number one, you got to go with go go with the go with the overall overall number one to get which which is Alabama. I agree. Despite them, despite them not, despite them, the defense not being up to par yet, takes that can really they, 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 those interests really set them back far. And it's not the interest; they probably be still still like the best in the, in the country. Number two, I gotta go with I gotta go with Georgia. Just off the fact of the SEC, SEC, SEC caliber, caliber alone, because the SEC is without a doubt. You said they're dogs. They're the, they're the the best conference out right now. Number two, I'm going with Oklahoma. 
reason why Jalen Hurts is is playing his heart out. He, he's playing like he has really has something to prove right now. Uh, number four, I gotta go with uh, Ohio State. I never put Clemson in because honestly, I, I feel at some point they were gonna they're gonna do do what they just did this, did this, uh, this afternoon. And the reason I put Ohio State number four is probably because. Probably because I feel like at some point in that season they're gonna have that one slip up game like like they they get blown out by like the likes of Purdue or Perth Penn State or something like that. And let's see, my number my number my top rank my top of four ranked teams NFL NFC. Um, I have to go with so start with the NFC West. The Rams are running the division. Um NFC number two would be NFC South and the Saints. The Saints, mind you, are are, are, are literally gonna take the NFC South. NFC East, I think the Eagles are going to pull away in the end. And the NFC in the NFC North, that's that, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Rodgers' playground there. What do you think of all that? All right. Well, Chris, thanks for the call in Birmingham. Love Jocks FM. Always talking Alabama and Auburn football. Man, Iron Bowl will be big this year. Yeah, your NFC rankings. You know, Cowboys are playing good football. You know, Aaron Rodgers in that offense. It just uh, and he's amazing. Like he got that touchdown just before halftime, and I love him. I don't know the NFC North. I, the Bears have a defense that can win every game for them. Lions are they contenders or pretenders? We'll find out. They play the Chiefs on Sunday. Vikings, Kirk Cousins, similar to Stafford, lot to prove. Cook's been amazing carrying the rock. NFC North. It's going to be a war. I, I still think nine and seven. Might win you that division. We'll see. If the Lions beat the Chiefs, then I think they're a contender, not a pretender. And and back to your point about Hurts with something to prove. I think Fields is doing the same thing at Ohio State. They they Fields wants to show the world in Georgia. Yeah, that tells you how good Fromm is at Georgia, right? Tells you how good Tua is at Alabama when Hurts is doing that graduate year. Some don't like it, but I'm like, you know what? NFL opportunities, you know, Russell Wilson did the same thing, leaving NC State and went to Wisconsin. I, you know, NFL, NCAA, they're all making billions, okay? Let, let the guys, if they're not starting, I, I still think the transfer rule should be based on minutes played. If you don't meet a certain criteria, in that very first year, you have the ability to leave. You do. You have you have the ability to leave and find a place. Coaching change, you have ability to leave. You know, these coaches freely move, and, and the players deserve the same opportunity. They can't follow a coach, and it can't be in conference. You know, the, oh, well, there's a contract called the letter of intent. Okay, the coaches have a contract. Yeah, I know there are some big buyouts. Coaches have a contract. And don't tell me about paying the players. They don't need – we discussed that a little bit last week. They get a four-year scholarship. They get treated like kings. Uh, They work hard. They'll get a degree, make money. Uh, Let's go to Al in Nashville, Tennessee. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, what's up, Pharrell? Your voice has changed. (laughs) Pharrell, Gresh, uh, call me whatever you need to call me. (laughs) Just kidding, Bill. What's going on, brother? Uh, life is good, my friend. How's life in Nashville? I want to say hello to my 
friend Bob Ritchie, known as Kid Rock, who has a nice place outside of downtown Nashville. Well, I've been to Kid Rock's place many a times, man. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah, he has a, he has his a pub and a restaurant and uh, the strip or something in downtown Nashville. Yeah, he's down the Broadway, he's down Broadway. Yep. Yeah, and he and he lives down there too. Uh, yeah, I, you wouldn't believe how many people live in Nashville. It's crazy. I, I see Scott Hamilton on several occasions at where I work, just just meeting everybody. Well, that's awesome. Nashville is one of the great cities in America, and I think soon they'll get a Major League Baseball franchise. Ah, that that would be interesting. Are they going to take it away from Milwaukee? No, not Milwaukee. Beer, beer will keep it there. I, I the Tampa Rays in this Montreal talk. No way. I I think Tampa Rays will end up in Nashville or Charlotte, North Carolina. That's my prediction. That that's a good prediction. And uh, Nashville is a better place than Charlotte. That's for sure. Nah, Charlotte's pretty good though too. Okay, Charlotte. I'm not going to start picking southern yeah. cities because I don't need that war. And I think I'm on in Charlotte. I'm on in Nashville. I'm not. I'm not. It's it's like picking between SEC schools. Like you know this week or, or even Clemson. You know this week I don't like Clemson or Georgia. I like uh, Auburn, LSU, and Alabama. You're a traitor, Bill. Right. <laughs> All right. I got one question for you. Who's going to try to lose this game first, uh, the Atlanta Falcons or the Tennessee Titans? Hmm. You know, I I look at both teams, and I think both right now are poorly coached. When you see inconsistencies, players aren't aren't posting uh, when it's kickoff, and the Falcons are too inconsistent. Uh, the Titans are too inconsistent, and when and I see teams like this. And you get players who are paid; they're not motivated, and it doesn't get better. It really does. And you can't fire a team. That old cliche, right? That we've heard a lot in the NBA. Uh, but the Titans, you know, I thought this was going to be a, a really big bounce back year for Matt Ryan. And when I watch a, a a team lose Drew Brees and what they did out in Seattle, the Saints. Okay, yeah. Bridgewater steps in. That's a system. It's like Brady. Goes down, you know. They've won with Brissett. They've won with Jimmy G. It's a system, and the Falcons and the Titans. To me, the Titans that garbage they showed on that Thursday night game against Jacksonville. They're both underachievers. Too much talent. They've doled out big bucks to coaches and players, and both need to step up. The Falcons haven't been right since the Patriots took that Super Bowl ring away from them. They haven't. And- and then I have to ask you one question. Whose responsibility was it for the Falcons to hire uh, Steve Sarkeesian? Mm. Oh, that was how that guy, you tell me how he ended up with Saban, how he ends up in at, at, what the end was like at SC, and then he, he goes to Alabama and he's with the Falcons. And you had all those MVP numbers with Matt Ryan. Why would you not keep that same system in place? Because what you get in the NFL is guys come in and they want it to be about them, not about the talent, not about what their team was doing successfully, but these assistants and coordinators and even head coaches want it to be about them. We see it in the NFL, and you see it at the D1 level in football. 
You tell me who hired him, and I'll tell you who needs to be fired. Oh, gosh. I mean, you have Matt Ryan. You have Julio Jones and Matt. How do you not? You know, how easy is it to run a slant to Jones every single time? Okay? Dirk Cutter, uh, I, the guy, The guy's unguardable. Mm-hmm. And you overthink it. And, and Matt Ryan was a, you know, he he's MVP. You know, and when you watch guys go south like that, it's what I began this conversation with, that it's coaching. It is coaching. Marcus Mariota is not that bad. It's coaching. Okay, Matt Ryan and the Falcons aren't that bad. The Titans aren't that bad. It is coaching. Coaching and GMs and everybody overanalyzing this world of analytics. I'm telling you right now, I, I, I know there's a place for it. There's always been analytics in baseball, and this guy hits 220 left-handed and 340 right-handed. But I think there's way too much weekly, daily, nightly overanalyzing in sports. You don't stick with your strengths. You try and overthink everything, or you want to get creative. It's kind of like why nobody follows the New England Patriots. All right, you're the Falcons. I don't care, Steve Sarkeesian or Kim Kardashian. It doesn't matter. Why wouldn't I run exactly the same offensive system that they run? Why? Oh, because we can't be copycats. We can't be copycats because we need to have our handprints all over everything because we want people to say, they didn't just win because of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. They won because of Steve Sarkeesian, one of the worst hires I've ever seen in the NFL. You want to join us live? one 855 cbs at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.